Hi, I'm Melissa. And I'm Amiel. We love video games and movies, and we love talking about them. So we are hosting a new podcast where every week we choose one video game and one movie to talk about. We will go through each click and flick from beginning to end and talk about what we like and don't like. And then we will give you a rating based completely on our own opinions and nothing else. Ciao. <laughs> this episode, we're going to be talking about phasmophobia. And it's a good one. Um, it came out. It came out in September of 2020, and when it first released, the biggest hype about this game was that it was made by one man. And I remember when it came out, we were all obsessed with it. And we were obsessed with the fact that it was just one guy that made this game. His name is Daniel Knight. And he sold it. Um, well, it, it was technically by Kinetic Games was the name of the company. And he couldn't do it anymore because it needed a lot of updates. So he ended up kind of like asking for somebody to buy it because it was that's a lot for one person. But it's an indie horror game. And it came out on Windows. And the gist of it is that it's just this ghost hunting single or uh, multiplayer, four player game simulation, I should say. And stimulation. Stimulation. Just kidding. <laughs> I did not get stimulated from this <laughs> I'm game. Just kidding. <laughs> well, would it count if I was like, peeing my pants and shitting myself because of how scared I was because mm. <laughs> that happened. It stimulated something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. So I stand corrected. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I'm That's okay. About. <laughs> no, I enjoy. Um, and so I'll, I'm going to kind of walk you through because it is a situational based game. I'm going to walk you through a, I guess like a round. scenario. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you get to pick your character and female or male. And um, you set up in this lobby and this lobby is this dingy, dark, horrible, like garage somewhere. And it's okay. nighttime. Um, there's a little basketball hoop in the back. You can throw <laughs> some, some balls and make some hoops and like you a have a little counter. Mm hmm. And um, in the mini game, basically, we found out on Halloween for one of the updates was when you got to 666, lightning happened in the background. It was nuts. And it was, it was very <laughs> showy and very, like, spooky and scary. It was really cool. Um, but anyway, you start off with your group. And then when you're ready to start, you get to pick a house, whether that be a single story, two story house. They have an asylum and um, and a school, so a big school. Okay. So that's kind of ranging in difficulty. Obviously, the school and asylum are harder. But once you pick your, your um, house or place to go, you all pile into this van, 
and you're in the back of this van with a lot of utility stuff on the wall. Mm-hmm. There's little like shelves you can pick up all your tools and stuff. And like then typical a little... ghost hunter team mm-hmm. uh, equipment hub. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And you start off by kind of looking at this whiteboard. And the whiteboard has everything listing down from the ghost's name, um, you know, what objectives you're looking to complete, like looking for dirty water or uh, whatever, just Mm -hmm. extra bonus points. And um, it kind of gives you an inside idea of whether or not the ghost likes to be alone or if it like responds well if you're alone in a room Uh and it's it's a great little like selection of stuff and then if you turn around there's a little computer that you can see all of the cameras in the house or building of so you can see where players are and you can transfer through it Mm -hmm. and you can toggle on and off night vision which is cool okay um so you pick up all your utensils and, and things that you're going to need to go into the house. And um, across the way from your utilities, you have a screen of your sanity and also uh, the map of the house. So you have to locate like the light box or um, the electrical panel so you can turn the lights on. Mm. <sighs> and uh, the sanity comes into play because... Obviously, the longer you're in the dark or near a ghost, it goes down. The less sanity you have, the worse it is for you. (laughs) And uh, so your selection of tools ranges from like a spirit box where you can talk to the spirit and they can talk back to you. A thermometer, Mm. UV light. Yeah, like a whole arsenal. When you're playing on your on your computer, you talk like into your microphone and it hears you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hence, which is why they give you the ghost's name, because when you go into the house and you're speaking into your microphone, saying the ghost's name, that angers the ghost and or scares it, depending on the ghost mm. type. Mm-hmm. Right, right. It'll agitate it somehow. Right. And um, so when you enter the house, everything kind of has an ambient noise in your headphones. Like it's kind of just like outside noise, footsteps and stuff. When you get into the house, it's like walking into almost like a sensory deprived room, but amplified. It's crazy. There's a huge like noise difference from the inside to outside. And uh, you have a flashlight and you're basically your goal is to locate the ghost's room and or kind of in and around the area of where it is. And to do so, you have to use your tools like the spirit box and all kinds of stuff, Uh, the EMF reader. And once you kind of get a general idea of where the ghost is, you can plant like a video camera to look for ghost orbs back in the van. And Uh um, if a room is cold, you'll be able to just get the feel of whether or not it's freezing and that could be a good indication that the ghost is in that room, etc. Now, the scary part to me is, one, they have so many ghosts, so many different types. And when you anger the ghost enough or have a low enough sanity, they trigger a hunt. That's when it gets scary. I mean, there the are, like, bits and pieces. Hunt. Yep. And... 
Like, they do occasional things here and there. Like, they'll throw stuff off the walls. They'll make running footsteps, like, noises behind you. It is bone-chilling. I've never played a game that's that scary to me. But, yeah, when, when the ghost hunts, that basically means they lock all the doors to the outside. You can't get out. So you have to go and hide. And hiding could mean going in a closet, going into a different room, so they, and, so you're basically like run away from the ghost so they can't see what yeah. you're hiding. So they can't see you and they won't kill you. And it is, it's graphic. The ghosts, they, they don't like slowly appear when they start hunting your flashlight uh, flickers on and off. The lights in the house flicker on and off. And, oh, I'm getting chills thinking about it. And um, and when the ghost appears, it could be a woman, it could be a child. It one of the ghosts looks like the girl from the ring, but she's army crawling and like uh, spider running. Oh, like a God. grudge ring hybrid yep. ghost. Yeah, her hair is um, like in front of her face. Ugh. Did they look like um spirits? Like I guess okay. So I saw one like walk through that it looked mm-hmm. like just like a little dark like shadowy thing ghost uh-huh. do, do they can, all yeah. look like that or do they look like do they appear in different do I make they, sense? they <laughs> yes absolutely they have different forms like i said like they'll have like an old lady or they'll have like a a big burly man with like a freaking um mm. sickle I don't see that it's Oh, it's it's creepy. And now, mind you, the animation's not the best, but it's like it's scary enough to freak you out. So it's they run at you, and then once just to give you premise, once you are captured by the ghost, you You're hear dead. this bone crackling, like and then exactly what I was doing, hands just coming in front of your face. Oh gosh. And it kills you. It kills you. Uh, I I remember playing the game one time, roughly when it first came out, and uh, Keith had to be out of town one night, oh, and God. I was doing it alone. Okay, and we have Alexa lights. Okay, Alexa lights means that Keith has an app on his phone to change the lights. <sighs> Spooky! (laughs) Alexa, stop. Ghosts. Anyway, just kidding. He turned. Yeah, ghosts. (laughs) Um. So, in the middle of me playing the game, he turned the lights off without me knowing, and I like maybe peed my pants. Maybe I'm not gonna disclose that information. That was the stimulation we were talking about earlier. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Hey. But the uh, ghost. <laughs> it, it's it's a terrifying game, and for one man to come up with um with everything, obviously it was buggy, and there were things about it that could very well be fixed. But it's it's an amazing horror game for what it does, you know. Mm. And it's replayable; you can play it multiple times and still get a different outcome each time. It's great. 
<sighs> I'm like sweating <laughs> thinking about it. Oh boy. <laughs> I kind of want to play it. So how, okay, so what happens after you die? So after you die, um, the goal is to stay alive. <laughs> but after you die, you become a ghost. And what's cool is the game does change. So the walls and the floor all kind of turn into this like dream sequence of kind of what you would see in the movies. Everything's kind of blue and uh -huh. foggy. It's really cool. But all you get to do when you're dead is walk around and throw stuff at your teammates and watch the ghost hunt them. Wow. It's creepy. But does the if ghost you, if you start to look, does the ghost like look more real after you're dead? No. No, I wish. It still looks but, ghosty. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. seen a ghost? Like in real life? Yeah. No. <laughs> I wish. I I want to believe in supernatural so hard, but I've never had anything like really happen to me to let me mm. believe it, you know? But I like I want to believe they're there. Like I want to believe like an entity or a spirit or an energy is around me that was once a living person. Like I want to know yeah. that and feel I, it. I I seen a ghost one time at like um the Riverside Hotel in Laughlin. Supposedly that's like haunted anyway, but like I was there for my sister's wedding and it was like five in the morning and I saw a ghost in our hotel room and I found out like years and years later that my little sister also woke up and saw her and we never like t told each Talked other about it. the stories. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and it, we saw the exact same thing. <laughs> that is and we didn't talk about it till we were like adults. Yeah. I just barely like realized that my sister said she woke up and saw the same thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, there's a ghost in my apartment. I feel it. Oh. That's insane. But it wasn't scary, I, and she she didn't right. seem like a mean ghost. She seemed like a nice one, so. Yeah, <laughs> so it was a good experience, like you yeah. would say. Or at least neutral. <laughs> she was, like, just doing her job, right. I think. <laughs> yes. Um, hi, Momo. Moana wanted to come say hi. Um... But yeah, it if the goal of the game is to find out what kind of ghost you're dealing with, and there's an extensive list of types of ghosts. But you have a journal, and you jot down the clues, basically what you find to be evidence. And once you jot down those clues, it gives you the option of what ghost you're seeing. And then you have to have that ghost selected when you get back into the van and say, okay, I'm done. I'm ready to go back. And then it reviews your journal. And if you got it right, you get money to buy more supplies and all that okay. good jazz. So it is rewarding. But the minute you find out you... the ghost, uh -huh. you run away. <laughs> you run back to the van. You're like, bye. <laughs> no more. Thanks. Bye. How do you win? Um, that That's basically it. You just, you try to find as much evidence as you can. And get all three evidence clues. And then once you get those, you put the ghost in the journal. And then you skedaddle. You get in that van and you push that button and you're like, bye. Like, and then if you get the ghost right, that's, that's basically you, you won the round. 
I guess, mm. if you want to call it that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think I would rate this game. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say it's a solid six out of ten. Okay. And reason being, no, no shame to the creator because he did an amazing job. Um, but it's really like can tell it was kind of made by one person, but mm-hmm. it's visually it's pretty great. It's buggy. Sometimes the evidence doesn't always come through all the way, so you don't get that third piece. And mm-hmm. sometimes the tools don't always work, so it's a, it's buggy, but. Six out of ten is purely for the enjoyment and the scare factor because it is, it's scary, it's fun, <laughs> it's hilarious playing with other people, it's a good time. Do you ever play it on the, um, VR? Mm. I played it once and I will never <laughs> do it again. That seems so <gasps> crazy, uh-uh. like ridiculous though. It is horrible, but I also get very terrible motion sickness being in the vr regardless Mm -hmm. so i yeah i sat i squatted down and i was like i don't want to see the ghost i don't want to look i don't want to even see so that's what i did (laughs) i just cowered in the corner (laughs) but keith says it's great he loves playing it in the vr and i think have i think it's great (sighs) okay (laughs) so i have like kind of a fun fact before i get into rating the video game so The theater where Melissa and I met and used to do shows at a lot (laughs) had a team of ghost hunters um, go to the theater and they did this um, and like hunted all night and stayed and they came out with the report and I don't know if you've ever read it. No. But um, there's like a report if you go in the office of the theater, they have it like the paper still of the from the ghost hunters and it tells you like 14 different ghosts that were there or some cra- something crazy maybe that's too many maybe it was like six or seven yeah but there but was like still a lot they're saying there's like a cowboy in the light booth there's like an actor who came with some sets apparently that was like a shakespearean actor that like is still oh his name is francisco and he lives backstage <laughs> that's yeah I'm Apparently gonna have there to are, have... like, ghosts there from, like, the Mexican Revolution, from, like, battles that were fought in that area. Yeah, it's kind of, like, um, there's a lot, and there's, like, a whole report, so this whole game reminds me of, like, those types, because also, you see, like, those shows on, they used to have those shows a lot on TLC, the Ghost Hunters. Yeah, 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 yeah. So those are, like, the types of things that, um... That, that like, blows there. my mind. I mean, I knew that the theater was haunted. I knew, uh-huh. well, okay, when I say haunted, I just mean occupied by ghosts. Yeah, but and I everyone talks about extent. it when you're there, right? Like, everyone is like, yeah. oh, there's a ghost here, there's a ghost there, but because it's so, um, I want to say, like, old wives' tale-ish, kind of, when you're, it's, like, so supernatural when you're an actor right. or when you're involved in theater, everyone's just talking and making up stories that it's, like, there are a lot of ghost stories that they tell in the theater that, like, aren't true, and then right. there were, like, those that were true and i guess there was also a girl who was like oh what about the little boy in the theater did you guys see them and they were like oh yeah but he's not with the theater he's your ghost to like one of the girls who was running helping run the theater (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that kind of stuff creeps me out. If but, yeah. I got told that, I don't know what I would do with that information. I don't know how I, I don't would either. handle life after that. Yeah, mm. it would be spooky. I- but apparently, like, apparently the person was like, yeah, this little boy, like, sees you, um, like, as a mother figure. He's, like, <gasps> following you. Yeah, something like that. Stop. Oh, my God. I need, I need to, like, read the, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I need to read what it said, because that's super interesting to me. hmm Wow. Yeah. No. <sighs> but I want to say, too, going off of that. Um, mm-hmm. as much as I love like paranormal stuff in real life, mm-hmm. and I'm super interested and intrigued by things like happen in real life, like for instance, the whole idea of like the oh gosh, I can't even think of the name of the house in San Jose where the mm. girl like kept building and building because her husband was like the gun maker, and everyone who died I'm gonna, I can't think. Of the name that of the guy. Do you know what I'm talking familiar. about? It's a huge mansion, isn't it? Yeah, and there's like mm. um, halls that lead to just wall, like nowhere walls. Yes. And there's like staircases leading to nowhere. And there's like doors that open to like nothing. Yep. And she basically yep. was haunted by all these ghosts that kept telling her to keep building and kept giving her like. <gasps> oh my God, yes. Okay, I know what you're talking instructions about. Instructions on how to. I yeah, just don't yeah. The name. I can't remember either. It starts with a W. I'm going to feel dumb when I hear it again because I used to, I've seen so many documentaries about it, but I just can't think of I it do, right I do have to say um, that the Winchester Mystery House. Yes, Winchester. Mm-hmm. I wanted to say Winchester, but I also was you said the thinking, but I also was getting it mixed up with Worcestershire and I didn't want it to come out like Winchestershire or something. Winchestershire. Winchester. But that's yeah. fair. Wait, what is it again? Win- <laughs> Winchester <laughs> mystery. <laughs> Winchester, yeah. yeah. So that, like, so real life ghost stories, I think, are super interesting and really fun because I think that they're like, I don't know. And so this, like, setup, I think, is more interesting. But I still feel like. I probably am just not going to ever get into it because yeah, it, I'm just not that into horror. Like, it has to be, like, documentary for me to enjoy horror. <laughs> I, get, I get that. Um, I so get I'm going to rate it based on um, the chance that I'm going to play this game. That's going to be a 0 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a 1. I may be a 1. Maybe a one out of ten, but I just don't see myself <laughs> playing this game. Like That's I just don't fair, see myself girl. getting into it. I'm not a horror person. You're rating. I'm a horror is person, not a valid. horror person. I'm a horror person as well. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, what I'm I was gonna say person. was, is the horror the genre of horror and being in the film is, industry? I think it's just so oversaturated too. So mm-hmm. there's a like you said, there's a lot of really bad movies like tire yeah I think it's called tire or something yes. like that wait i know what you're talking uh, about where it's like a tire that kills people oh rubber it's rubber it's rubber that's what it is <laughs> but it's like, yeah like were these people serious there's uh, no one will ever know i highly doubt it you know but like it's yeah. it's very oversaturated in 
there's so many scenarios of horror that like it's there's, such a broad spectrum. There's also another like really cheesy horror movie that's based in Hysteria. Oh my I god, think, I've seen dude, it. I've seen what's it. What's it called? Is it called Hysteria I don't or something? Is it? I don't remember. That sounds right. I've always been curious about it. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called. That concludes the click for the night. So, over to you, Anya. Dun, 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 dun. Time for the flick. I'm ready. So, this week's flick was Disney's Luca. Yay! <laughs> Bella, where the hell have you been, Luca? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that is literally the best TikTok. To- well, okay, wow, movie to ever quote like that quote alone. <laughs> so we start off <laughs> under the sea, or do we? Or we start off? Well, no, it's maybe under it's the like sea. on the boat. Yeah. So ah, yeah. So Luca lives in a world, Luca lives in a world under the sea with his mom and dad and his grandma, and he's like a little fish shepherd boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a sea monster, and the sea monsters are afraid of the humans, um, and the humans are afraid of the sea monsters. So... His parents and their, like, their, like, rules of the house, like, it goes without saying. It's like, you don't go to the surface. It's the same Mm -hmm. as Little Mermaid, where it's just like, you don't go to the surface. You stay underwater. It's forbidden. It's forbidden. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And likewise, humans are afraid of sea monsters. And so if they are out, like, on a boat or something and they see something in the water, they're like, oh, no, a sea monster. Try to kill it or something, you know. Because fear. Mm -hmm. Fear can make us do some some really scary things. (laughs) (laughs) But Luca is kind of adventurous. He is kind of that wandering soul and he's not satisfied just staying as a shepherd so he wanders around and he eventually goes to the surface and meets alberto his friend who is a little bit more mm, like cocky confident what's another word for like um he's sure of himself He's very sure of himself, but it's an act. You can tell that it's an act, kind of, because Mm -hmm. he's, like, so... I I made the the comparison that he's, like, Scuttle from Little Mermaid. He's like, here's a who's it, what's it, and he's kind of like Right, he's Mm -hmm. so sure of himself um, because he doesn't want to be wrong, but he, like, is explaining to... um, Luca, all of the stuff, all of these like human things. So like mm-hmm. a dingle hopper mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, like what, yep, um, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So after he meets Alberto, he goes back to, he goes back home and he like can't escape uh, the thought from his head. Like he can't stop thinking about the surface and going back and, um, yeah, daydreaming. Yeah, he's just daydreaming about going again because he went there and he realized that sea monsters can live above the surface. Um, their bodies turn into human-looking bodies. Yeah. And so they can survive. They can breathe air. Um, <clears throat> so he goes back up and meets Alberto again, and he decides to spend a little bit more time there. And he goes with Alberto to his little house, and he sees all his things. And they start daydreaming about of getting a Vespa. <laughs> My dream. Literally, I just want to own a moped or a Vespa and I'm I good. just want to own a Vespa and ride on the Italian countryside. Is that too much to ask for? No, it's not. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> so they end up um, trying to like makeshift a Vespa together with a bunch of scrap wood and metal that Alberto has gathered throughout his time. As and they did on a great Earth. job <laughs> on Earth, yeah, on Since land, on, on land, and they mm -hmm. did a good job. Like they mm -hmm. got those wheels on; they were falling apart, but you know they had like that nice moment of building friendship and. Yeah. Like excitement and you know building their bond. They're so cute. Mm -hmm. I know. Um but he ends up accidentally falling asleep on on land and when he wakes up it's the middle of the night and he's like, Oh crap, I'm I'm gonna be caught for sure. Yeah. He tries to sneak back home, but his parents um catch him and they basically find out that he's been going to the surface and so he's in big trouble and they try to send him away with his uncle to live in the deep part of the ocean his uncle's yeah. like an anglerfish who looks so scary like scary in an uncomfortable way not really scary in like a phasmophobia way just the kind yeah. of scary yeah. that's like, I do not want to sit next to that guy on the subway. Mm -hmm. I would like mm -hmm. to <laughs> actually yeah. not have him in my life at all. <laughs> he's got a, like, complex about him that he's like, I don't care about my, my, you know, what I'm projecting to people. I don't care how I'm perceived kind of feel. But also in the sense that it's like, because... You don't know what's going on in his brain. You don't know what, like, he could do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, what he's yeah. capable of, even. Mm -hmm. That's the impression I got. I was like, I would he's not send my child uncle. away with that man. Yeah. No. No. No, thank nope. you. So, Luca's like, hell no. This is not happening. I am leaving this. I am getting the fuck out of here. And I'm going mm -hmm. back to chill with my friend Alberto and I am not gonna stay in this family. What does his mom say? She says some outlandish shit and it it made me fly off a wall. What'd she say? She was like uh I don't I don't remember if she was trying to get him back like from coming uh -huh. 
And she said something. She, she was, was like, like no. what she was like, um, she was like, if I, I can't, she was like, the surface is dangerous. And if I have to send you to the bottom of the ocean to keep you from going there, then I will or something. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it just floored me. Like, I was like, uh, <laughs> the mom in that scene me? is really like, I don't know if that's like the word. I can't remember if that's like the worst thing she says, but she definitely had some lines that I was like, oh my God, like yeah. tough. That's my Rudolph, by the way. <laughs> it is. Oh, Our favorite. <laughs> the queen. The yes. queen. The empress. Oh my God. I love her. Um, yes. So <laughs> yeah, we love my Rudolph. Um, yeah. Yeah. And that scene was really hard, hard to watch. It was. Yeah. Um, so he runs away and he and Albert, Alberto, decide to go, um, and leave the small island that Alberto was living on and they go to the city, which is across the bay Mm -hmm. and they decide to try and make a life for themselves there. The only trick is that they can't get wet or else they'll be discovered. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a flyer for the Vespa, like a brand new shiny Vespa that they would win if they did. Excuse me, if they won the um, the contest or the game that they need mm-hmm. to play. Mm-hmm. Right. So they have this idea that if they win the contest, they can get this Vespa. <clears throat> um, I think they saw the the poster of the Vespa, but the contest had like prize money so they would have to go buy like a cheap one but they were still like oh wow look at how beautiful it is even though it was all rusty and stuff oh yeah I thought it was a, <laughs> I, my bad I thought it was a flyer of a Vespa that they could win um that's funny but they have the poster of the Vespa as they're dreaming and like daydreaming to mm-hmm. go to the city so mm-hmm. um when they get there they they first see um the bad guy Ercole, who is this Ercole. like he's probably like twenty seven yeah right, and he's mm-hmm. like still hanging out with sixteen year olds he's like, trying to like his little slam dunk his two on little kids. hench his two little like henchmen kids are like his like friends are both like 16 or something like it's so That's lame right. and awkward mm-hmm. and he just has this like power trip where he's like i'm the best but he has like a mustache and you can tell that he's not a kid and he's like he never like wants to say what his real age is right he just likes being like mean to everyone mm-hmm. and he has this Controlling. shiny vespa and um he tries to um, start, like, dunking Luca into the fountain because Luca almost accidentally kicks a soccer ball into his Vespa. Mm. Um, but as he's doing that, so Luca's cover's about to be blown, and he gets saved by another girl in town named Julia, and she ends up being such a good friend. I love her. She's so sweet. She looks like you. <laughs> ah, thank you. That's such a good compliment. Her curly hair, her curly hair reminded me of you. I adore her character. Oh. She's so she's like when I was a little girl, that's the character that I would 
be like for sure yeah. like that like tomboy like tough girl that's like doesn't want anyone to see that she has any emotions knows me <laughs> <laughs> she's such a relatable character yeah mm-hmm. she is oh yeah i love her um so she ends up becoming friends with um luca and alberto because she saves them and then she starts the three of them decide to become a team for the race Mm -hmm. and train together. And the race is like a three part triathlon. And I don't know if this is racist, but they say that it's a traditional Italian one, which is swimming, bike riding and eating pasta. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if that's real or if they're just making a joke about Italy. (laughs) Italian somebody tell us somebody tell us comment below if that's racism or if it's just if it's real if eating pasta is really one of their athletic sports right i'm part italian so i'm allowed to ask fair (laughs) um so the plan is that luca is going to bike ride juliet will swim and Alberto will eat because they, uh, neither Luca or Alberto, no, they don't know how to swim, apparently, according to them, to Julia. They tell her, we can't swim. Yeah. So she's like, okay, I'll swim. So they start training and stuff. Julia lets them come home and eat dinner at their, at her house. And their dad is, um, her dad made them these like pesto and noodles and they both just are like gobbling it up like the food is so good with their hands that seems so cute Mm -hmm. and I could just feel like for myself if I made dinner and had guests over that started eating it that enthusiastically it'd be (laughs) so satisfying you'd be like I would feel so good I would be like oh yeah baby oh I love her dad (laughs) I would have a, a confidence boost for like a week. I'd be walking around with my right? nose in there, like, oh yeah, <laughs> sore off of those feelings. <laughs> yeah, so um, cute. So this part of the film is actually really sweet to me in another way because the whole thing is basically about how these two boys are different and they don't really fit in with society if they were their true selves, um, right? But in this moment, Alberto kind of has a bonding, a little bit of a bonding moment with Julia's dad because he asks what um, happened. Because she no- he notices that Julia's dad only has one arm. And he's like, what happened? And his dad's all, oh, a, a, a sea monster bit it off or something. And he's like, no, I'm just kidding. I was born this way. He said, I came into the world like this. And... Like I was so I was so <laughs> crying. I swear to God, I know I'm gonna cry too. I cried after I watched this movie, but or during this She's movie. Such, but the fact that character. he sees, like Alberto sees now that Julia's dad is also different and doesn't fit in in a way. He has right. that like sense about him, and I think that helps him be like a little bit more comfortable. And they mm. end up really bonding, and as you see, like them all training. Alberto ends up really bonding with Julia's dad, mm-hmm. um, which is really sweet because we don't really know where Alberto's dad is. 
Um, he says in the beginning that he lives in that house with his dad, but that's like obviously a lie because number one, it's right. a Disney movie, so he doesn't live with his dad. And number two, <laughs> right, right, like he's been there alone. Obviously, he's like a kid with a bunch of junk. There's no adult that lives there. So even though he says to Luca, "I live here with my dad," we don't. We know he's not there. Um, so it's sweet when we see him starting to create right. this bond with another father figure. You know. Um, as they're training though, and even though Alberto is forming this bond with the dad, Julia and Luca, their bond is forming because Julia has a lot of books from school. She only Mm -hmm. stays in that town with her dad over the summer and she goes back into the city during the week or during the school year and stays with her mom. And so she has all her school books and she is sharing all of these things with Luca and he's like learning about space and planets and he's really excited and really loves it. But Alberto is really jealous because he's threatened that he's going to be seen as, you know, like he doesn't know what he's talking about and like he isn't needed around like people have already left him. So he starts freaking out and he thinks he's going to lose Luca. He gets really jealous, and there's a scene where he ends up trying to expose them, and he jumps in the water to show that he's a sea monster, and Luca basically just... I get... (sighs) It's so sad. He, like... I just... He, like, betrays him. He's, like... He, like, pretends, like, oh, no, it's a sea monster, and gets all scared, and grabs Julia and is like, we got to get out of here. And Alberto is just like, like they oh. have the secret together. And he now is like the only one. Oh, so sad. I mean, the amount of like kids, I mean, anybody, you know, has probably been through a situation like that where they've been the outcast and they're pitted against other people and the yeah. other people absolutely shut the door and walk away. Like, yeah. like everybody, including us too, have gone through something like that. And it's yeah. that when he looks at Julia, when Luca looks at Julia and she's like, or he realizes like, oh my God, she knows that he's a sea creature, sea monster. He's like, oh, monster. And I yeah, chills thinking about it. Oh, yeah. Ooh, man, that's rough. Yeah. Luckily, it um, resolves in a better way, which is nice, but who? Um, yeah, so they end up going back, and uh, Julia is, like, kind of suspicious of Luca now because of mm-hmm. everything that happened, and she ends up, like, throwing water on him to test, and she sees that his hands, like, turn scaly and stuff, and she's like, you have to leave, like, they're gonna kill you if you stay here, blah, blah, blah. My dad is a is a fisherman, or he's a monster hunter. Yeah, my dad hunts uh, sea monsters. Mm-hmm. You gotta go so he ends up going but staying in town to compete in the race still because he wants to win the money he feels so bad about alberto that he wants Mm -hmm. to win the money for them to get the vespa um he goes back to get alberto in their little house that they met at first and that's where alberto confesses that he doesn't live with his dad anymore because his dad told him that he was old enough to be on his own 
and he left him. And that's so sad to me. Like, yeah, he knows not... that his dad is out there somewhere, just doesn't care about him. Yeah. Um, and how, how many times is that the case with like, with anyone with, I mean, could be your grandma. It could be it could be anybody. But the minute they they shut down and they say, "Okay, you're on your own," like that, it's yeah. especially to be a child, to be a child, and to be told that by like the the one person that you rely on to survive, like your yep. father. Mm. So sad. No kid um, and no human being should ever feel that right. scenario ever. So Luca goes Ooh. back in and does the race, but Alberto's still kind of, like, hurt by him, you know, so he doesn't go. But in order to do the swimming, he puts on this big scuba suit that's, like, a million pounds and just walks along the bottom of the ocean it's so that he can stay ones. hidden. Yeah, so now he's doing mm -hmm. the race alone, so he has to improvise. He goes and eats all the pasta. He has to learn how to use a fork during the contest. Julia shows him. That's right. He's competing like, <laughs> right, like right next to her. Yeah. And Julia's mm. whole motivation for competing is to take down Ercole because he is this yep. tyrant who wins every year and he treats everyone horribly and everyone lets him do it because they're afraid of him and she's like the only one in town who stands up to him but she gets like beaten up for it a lot like bullied and stuff right. for it from him so mm -hmm. other people don't want to even though no one really likes him they'll just give him what he wants but mm -hmm. during the race they're all kind of against him because they're all now on their own teams obviously so as they're racing against him it starts raining now mm -hmm. and they're riding their bikes down and Luca has to pull over underneath like an awning so that he doesn't get wet because he can't be seen. And Ecrole comes up and is like taunting him and stuff and is like, oh, you're going to let a little rain bother you, blah, blah, blah. But as he's going, Alberto starts like coming from the distance and he has an umbrella to bring to Luca so he can keep racing. And as he's going though, he trips and drops the umbrella and gets soaking wet in front of everybody and turns into a sea monster there in the middle of like the track. And everybody sees him and starts freaking out. So Luca is like, okay, no, I have to save my friend. And he rides his bike out into the water with no umbrella or nothing to protect him to reveal his true self. He grabs his friend and then they're like, let's go to the water. So they're racing down to the water. And as they're going um, out, Ercole is trying to like, is he trying to harpoon them? I think on his so. bike I think, while they're yeah. while they're racing. So mm -hmm. Julia like runs into his bike so that he falls over and she falls over too. So she like sacrifices herself to stop him. Mm -hmm. And they finish the race um like kind of on accident because as soon as they yeah. see her 
they like stopped to turn around, but right where they stopped was right past the finish line. So they technically then won the race, go back and help Julia up. And, um, her dad comes out and everyone's like, Oh, what's going to happen? Yeah. And he says, okay, you know what? These boys, they won. They're the winners. And he just does like, in that one moment shows that he's accepting of them for who they are. And, um, Luca's parents come up cause they've been on land looking for them. And they run up and they take off their um, hats and stuff. So they're now revealed as sea monsters. And everyone's like, wow, they're real people. And then you start seeing people in town taking off, taking, moving their umbrellas and stuff. And you see that there are sea monsters, like, living among them. Yes. And oh. it's, like, the things that <laughs> we they're think like are so, so different too. and so alienating. Yeah. There's actually more of us. Than you yeah. think. <laughs> and if I'm not mistaken, at the end when they are revealed, the only person freaking out about it, like like scared, like I need to kill him, is Arcole. Like yeah. that was it. Everybody else was just like, what's gonna happen? They weren't freaking out, they weren't screaming, they weren't running. Yeah. Everybody was just watching and it was captivating i don't know mm -hmm. why it hit me so hard i think just because you expect in every movie for there to be such a recoil from it that you expect yeah. everybody to run around and freak out but they didn't they just like were like yeah they're just sea monsters yeah. and they walk among us apparently like cool like okay yeah oh it was great and, like just the whole Having a secret that society won't accept, mm -hmm. you know, and then mm -hmm. once you are able to freely live as your true self, then you start seeing the other people in your community who are yeah. then either inspired to live their true selves or they are the same as you and you didn't realize because everyone was living in secret, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's what this movie kind of, this is what this movie is about. And at mm -hmm. the end, they, they're all on land and the grandma is there and the mom is like, what are you doing here? She's, she's like, like, oh, I come up all the time. I hear it every weekend or whatever. <laughs> but she best. says, she says to, she says to them, you know, some people will never accept you for who you are, but... Some people will, you know, and yeah. you just have to find the good ones. She said, it looks like Lucas has a skill for finding the good ones. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, you know, mm -hmm. so um, he ends up there and summer's over. So Julia's going back to school and he wanted to go back to school, but they can't afford a ticket to send him. So yeah. Alberto ends up selling his Vespa that they won with the prize money from the race. And he buys him a ticket to send him to school. And so God. he got to go off to school and Alberto stayed with Julia's dad to help him with his fishing. <laughs> and oh. he ends up getting a father and um, Julia's dad gets 
company a for son. the year. <laughs> a son. Oh. While his daughter's away. Yeah. So, you know, it's just a really sweet, heartfelt movie about being okay with being yourself and about not judging people who are different from you, mm-hmm. which is kind of typical messaging for kids' movies, but I think especially in today's world, mm-hmm. there's so much that so many people don't understand that about they like to be judgmental <laughs> of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's foreign to them, so they consider it strange and unusual. But breaking those social norms is such a such a beautiful yeah. thing. And we have to see that just because something is different, it doesn't mean it's evil and it's not out to exactly. get us. <laughs> I I think um, the the movie was just like it hit all the. Th- points for me it was a beautiful disney movie the ending was mm-hmm. very unique and wonderful and i love yeah. that there were th- relatively three main characters like yeah luca's the main yeah. one but like the three of them and their storylines was yes great. it's about like their friendship and finding like what's the word i'm looking for those like pivotal friendships through childhood that really shape and form who you are as a person do you know what i mean yeah yeah, I, d- I don't know the name for it, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, just like... They yeah. make you who you are, yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. What would It you really, like, sets it? the course for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was something else that I wanted to talk about. Oh, and then... So on top of the storyline, the animation in this movie was so gorgeous and i know that it's pixar so obviously it's like yeah of course the most like (laughs) the richest like animation studio is gonna have the best animation because they like have all the resources obviously um but they there's like literally a scene that's filmed from like not filmed obviously uh it's like above. It's like from the from above of the ocean, and you just see the sand and the dirt, and then the water, like the wave, come oh, over it. Yeah. And that shot, I was like, "Are you kidding me? This is like this looks like a freaking screensaver of like an actual yeah. video recording of a real beach." The animation is good. really realistic, at least for like that scenery and stuff. And it's just amazing to see how far animation like that has come, especially when you go back and look at like. The first Toy Story is so sad how how bad that animation is. I know. I think of (laughs) Bo Peep every time. Bo Peep. I think of Andy's birthday party. I think of Andy's birthday party because there's like ten kids and it's literally all the same kid. It's like Andy. (laughs) They literally only animated. And they change like the color to like be like, but it's the same model. Like, yeah, yeah. So, oh man, so far. So Pixar has definitely come so far in the past, like twenty five years. Not even that long. It doesn't. It feels like it's shorter than that. But that's crazy. I feel like Toy Story came out in like ninety five or. No, I think you're right. So, but yeah, very least. Um, originality is like it's not that there. There's a lot of things that are yeah. just like kind of used and repeated, but I thought it was decent enough, and I would probably give it a seven. Yeah, 
That's a yeah. fair. That's I a think fair I'll rating. give it seven seven flicks because it's definitely it it wasn't missing anything, which I felt like I don't know if Soul was Pixar or if it was just Disney. I can't remember. I think it is. But when Pixar. I watched when I watched Soul, I definitely felt like there wasn't there was missing. It was missing something. It was missing like uh-huh. like some kind of making us like love the characters more. I feel like you mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't really love the any of the characters in Soul because I didn't get yeah. to know them that well. Whereas in this one, they did a really good job of like le- like making you feel connected with the characters. Yes, and getting to they, know who they are, so that they're they're like conflicts were your conflicts and their achievements were your achievements mm-hmm. kind of you know what i mean you were and rooting I, for them i think not to branch off but soul also used like the two main components of a personality that you don't ever really want to i don't want to say acknowledge but you don't ever really <laughs> you also don't really see a lot of those types of people like Mm. Sure, you see some hard-shelled people and some very selfish people, but those two characters were really extreme. Like mm. he was dead set on becoming famous and playing in a blue band, but the but the little yeah. soul was like, nah, like very drastic. yeah. It did, and it seemed like forced emotion in a lot of points mm-hmm. in that movie to me. Um, I just didn't. I loved it just it, didn't but... feel like the story was as cohesive. Yeah. Yeah. And as well, um, it's like they, they had like a beginning and then it was like the middle got kind of rushed and then they're like, get to the end really quick and just wrap it up. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this, where Luca felt like more consistent timing and pacing throughout the film. If right. that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. I um, would, I think I would rate it eight out of 10 flicks because it wow. was, it was beautiful. It was stunning. Um, I connected more with Alberto than I thought any other character I would, as well as Julia. And they were my mm-hmm. two main, ca- like, favorite characters. Luca, like, yeah. Angie, he's a great character, but, like, Julia and Alberto? Yeah, it's that those thing where, two. like, even though it's Luca's story, it's his story about how these two people influenced him, basically, mm-hmm. and how these two characters, Julia and mm-hmm. Alberto, he was so, like meek before and then he met these two people who were so sure of themselves and knew what they wanted and it helped him grow into that kind of person agreed yeah very beautiful movie and i really i didn't i didn't think i was uh, gonna like it but i did have you heard i heard that it was based off of the movie or the book call me by your name have you heard of that no where it's (laughs) like um it's about like a, these two gay kids who have who like can't tell the town that they're gay, <laughs> and so it's like supposedly an allegory of the same story no. where like Luca and Alberto have this secret that they can't tell the town, and it would like shame them. <laughs> no, I have. I mean that that plot sounds very familiar to me actually, but like can't put a image to it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know, like, I haven't seen Call Me By Your Name, so I don't know all of, like, the details. And I think mm. Disney has said, like, mm, no, Luca's not an allegory for being gay. But if you watch it, yeah, it is. <laughs> Just call it what it is. Good Just call Lord. it what it is. There's a scene where they're, like, um, 
is like sitting and like watching the ocean and Alberto puts his arm around Luca and then Luca takes a second and then puts his arm around Alberto. Oh my, I'm gonna cry. Nope. <laughs> so sweet. <laughs> like just let it happen. Let it be. Let it be a story and let it be told. Like bottom line. My eyes are all red. Yeah. Good lord. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was great. I loved it. Um, good movie. I choice, liked it by the too. Way. I like it probably just as much as I like most um, of like the Disney movies. You know, like uh-huh. I thought it was good as Moana. I thought it was as good as Coco. Mm-hmm. You know, just like mm-hmm. I thought it was really good. Yeah, agreed. But uh, that'll conclude yeah. episode. Thanks yeah. for listening, guys. I hope you yes. enjoyed. Thank you. And stay tuned for another episode next week. Yeah. Don't forget to um, email us your suggestions. Yeah. If you have ideas that you want to hear us talk about clicks or flicks, send it to mm-hmm. clickandflickpodcast at gmail.com. Comment below if you liked what you saw. <laughs> and we'll catch y'all on the floor. Or side. comment or comment uh whatever like suggestions there too. That's fine yeah. too. Yeah, whatever yeah. works. We'll see them. So thanks for listening guys. Have a great week. <laughs> Alright, bye-bye. Bye.